This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Hello. Yeah, I'm in there. Hello, you right? Yeah, not too bad, man, not too bad. Was I on mute the whole time I was speaking then or not? No, it was working and then it muted out for a bit. Oh, okay. But it's right now, it's right now. No, that's fine. Um, so, yeah, we were saying that we'd we'd sort of planned a bit of, um, well, just a pretty bit of fucking piss take to it agree and um we got some graphics made up of, of free several because we're fed up we've not seen him on the starting lineup now considering he was probably the if not one of the best players last season and then this season all of a sudden is um he's he's barely lucky if he can get um get on the on the field um with a few minutes to go so we played this little bit it's called gun duggery uh and then he scores and um, yeah, they just absolutely fucking fantastically helped us, didn't they, Stephen? Massively. I, I, I said in the group chat with um, with the Pod Boys that I don't think I've celebrated a goal quite like that last one at the end, but mainly because of the fact that it fell to Savile. And the, you know, no, I think everyone that's listening, or lots of people that are listening, and supporters up and down the country have been crying out for him to score. Well, if he's only going to get limited time and he scored a goal. He, you know, it's kind of sticking two fingers up around, isn't it? Really? Yeah, 100%, 100%. So, easy to do. You can only talk on a space if you are on your mobile phone. Uh, And in the bottom left-hand corner, there is a button or the microphone. You just press that, sends request to us. We will then get you on board. Uh, You can do it, I think, on on a computer with... Um, a few different apps, but again, if you don't really know how to do it, then you won't be able to do it now. Um, so yeah, Stephen, I was saying Harding was superb. Um, Fleming was a masterclass in shithousery for Savile's goal. Um, the Plymouth guys were not fucking happy with calling that a foul, a blatant foul, and all that. I just think it was a masterclass in shithousery, really. Out of the uh, out of the Morrison book. Oh, I, oh I'm not sure. I, I've just seen a video. Um, I've just seen a video. Omar shared it. it look, it's it, it's it's one. If it'd been the other way round, I think we'd have all been fuming with it. But I think to be fair to Fleming, yeah, yeah I'm just look, literally watching it back now as I'm talking. Oh, to be fair to Fleming, I I think 
I think, though, he probably... He's been poor, very poor. I don't know if did himself any favours, admittedly being played out of position. But I thought in the second half, I thought he was much better. Yeah. And he probably deserved... Should I say deserves to get away with it? Yeah, he did deserve to get away with it. I mean, fuck's sake, he's playing under our mate. He deserves to get away with anything. But again, it's like we, like, yeah. like I called on the on the pod the other day, mate. You know, I said it was going to be a two, a two nil, three nil win because you just know that when the shit's piling up against him, he manages to find something to um to stop the float. And um and yeah, that would be it. We move forward now. At least we're going into Saturday with a win. But you know, I, I don't believe he changes anything. No, it, and I think it's really important to be clear from a from a, the point of view of of, of us at the pod, and obviously not speaking for other people. But a, a win doesn't change the fact that in the first half we had nothing apart from like one shot from Watmore, which was on the counter that the keeper saved. It was it was very very poor, and again, tactically selection. You know, I don't think... I know, look, you, you, they can't just keep hammering, you know, Raul, when you've won a game. But winning a game doesn't paper over the cracks that have built up for the last... No, not at all. last not at all. 10 games. John, I'll come and to you in two seconds. Hang on one sec, Steve. John and I'll come to you in two seconds for that. Go on. To, to, be, to be fair, you know, you, you take the win. The, the fans that win, the 606, they deserve, they deserve their night. They deserve their win. Um, you know, good luck to them. It is important to win, and it is important to, to after Saturday to, to bounce back. But again, there's still some there's still some frailties in this team and how we set up. And unfortunately, I think they're always going to stay there with Rowan. But we're in tonight. Yeah, no, it's it. John and gone and May. Welcome to the show. Uh, what do you want to say? Yeah, um, I'd just like to say, obviously, these um, brilliant result tonight. Harding was. Immense, and I'd say like at the back, he should have been. He should. What has Nitty been doing over the last like you know month or so? Do you know what I mean? Rout should have been putting him in before. Do you know what I mean? It's um, but all 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 said there, um, Rout is obviously standing <clears throat> for one more, you know, one more game. It's Rout in, Rout out. It's it's like, you know, why don't he have some consistency at home? Play four at the back, like you know, don't don't play five. You know, you you sort of. <laughs> Cutting off our supply line, it just feels like we're not um, attacking enough. But I, I hope, I think, anyway. Yeah, I'll get that. I'll get that. Uh, Jim, you're onto the onto the um, onto the show, fella. What do you want to say? Jim, unmute yourself, fella. Is that me? No, next one. No, sorry, not you, John. Jim. Go on, mate. Stephen, do you want to come back in for that? Yeah, um, just Jim. When you when you come back in, bottom left. If you unmute yourself, I think he's just done. Yeah, it I've done it, mate. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, off you go, mate. Go on. Yeah, no, I'm just leave, just saying. I'm just leaving the ground now. I'm just walking down into the city centre. I don't know. I don't know whether you guys have noticed or mentioned it, but Wes Harding at the back was an absolute rock tonight. Um, if he doesn't get man in the match tonight, I don't know who will. Um, he just didn't put a foot wrong. And, and, you know, we can go on about getting the two goals, but, but hiding at the back there was absolutely immense. I, I completely I completely agree. I think that what summed it up was the tackle. Just, I think just before we scored it, there was a last-ditch tackle from Harding, which it, it, it saved the goal, or it looked like it saved the goal anyway. And I think it summed up that 
it's it, it, but it also sums up as well the frustration with Ralph that he's obviously had a centre half on the bench, probably chomping at the bit to play, not getting an opportunity, gets an opportunity, and yeah, much like Birmingham when he come on was solid. Yeah, and he was almost like a leader out there. You know, he, he could have put the captain's armband, and no one would have cared. Um, he was like orchestrating the back when it was like trying to be like he, he was doing the things that like the centre an established centre half should be doing, and and you know if he. He's really, he's got to stay in the team now for for the foreseeable future. I would have thought. 100%. Well, I I certainly think I certainly think we need to be seeing him on Saturday, regardless of the fitness of Murray Wallace. It'd be interesting when obviously Hutchinson comes back to see what what they what kind of route they go down. But certainly on Saturday, he's got to play. He's got to play. And what more as well? We've got a couple of messages. We get those in. One's obviously done with our. Our chosen hashtag, which you can all do on Twitter, will be fantastic. The uh, the hashtag free George Savile. Uh, but Alfie Williams coming who said, what, what more on Harding? Different class. Both got to start on Saturday. Um, and we've got a few others. No, that's it for now. So if you want to get a message in, um, just reply to um, the tweet was showing um, the space. Other than that, just request to speak, same as Jim and John have done, who are who are still there and coming whenever you want, gents. Um, but yeah, I I think it, it was a, a level of shit hours we'd start. We knew that realistically they would probably win tonight, take two goals away. Um, you know, don't take them away from the players. You know, Fleming definitely needed it, and Savile probably needed it more than anyone. I don't think it. I mean, I don't honestly. I don't think it matters really much. Or double. Um, so I don't. There's clearly an issue um, off the field. I, I think at this point it's obvious. But it is interesting though that regardless of how whatever's going on at the end, when he needed someone to come on and shore up, well, in his opinion, shore us up a little bit. I, I don't expect he, he expected Samuel to go on and get a goal, but it's that's the man he turns to because he knows that we need someone out there like him. I, I think that I've banged on about this on the pod for the last month or so and, and all over Twitter. George Savile was arguably our best player last year. Um, to go that far down the pecking order, it cannot be football, but footballing-based. And, and again, I know Alan Campbell come in and everyone was talking about how good he is and it's a great signing and he was really good for Motherwell and this, that and the other. But he has been... <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. I knew you were going to do that, um, but as well as as well as his reputation and this, that, and the other, I just don't I don't see what he brings to this side. I, I just don't. I can't work it out. And Savile and Billy Mitchell, to be fair to him, they must be sitting on the bench thinking, "How the hell is this guy being picked every week?" Every and and, and to to even to go one step further. I've, I watched back the Leeds game a few weeks ago and they, the commentator spoke about Alan Campbell's not fully fit. That was four games ago. And tonight, the commentator on Sky again was saying, oh, he's still lacking in match fitness. He's still lacking in match fitness. Why is he playing if he's not fit? Yeah, and I know you're right there, Stephen. He's, um, he's just looked not fit. Like, even the games, you know, surely, you know, that take you a month. He's been in the Premier League, like, you know, for a little bit with Luton, sort of, um, sort of pre-season and stuff like that. But surely he would have had some sort of fitness, you know. Um, and he's sort of, he's not really, he's just sort of labouring in games. It just seems he's 
he's not really doing much in games. Um, and like you said, Savile is thinking, what is going on? Do you know what I mean? Why am I not actually in there? So there's obviously something not right. Um, uh, you know, I don't know what's happened there, but um, yeah, like you said, Stephen, like for him to go from being, you know, right, you know, bang on it sort of thing back in the last season, um, to sort of this season, it's sort of you know him down down the pecking order, but um. But yeah, hopefully, fingers crossed. Uh, this Saturday, it will be um, well, Gary Gary will put his uh, his best team out. <laughs> but um, yeah, it, Harden's definitely got to be in there Saturday, definitely. And um, you know, I'll, I'll definitely put Sabu. Harden, what more? Sabu. Um, they're probably three and starting. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, hundred percent. But yeah, no, whatever, whatever's happened. You know, realistically, fucking get some mediation there, mate. Fucking shake hands and make up, or just don't speak and uh, and just keep playing because Savile has to be on the pitch. He just he's an international. It's he's yeah. an international. Do you know what I mean? Like stick him on there. It's free experience. Him could fuck him up with his international career and everything. Yeah. It's just madness. Um, yeah, I don't know, mate. It's we've spoken about it a lot. I mean, I reckon a Campbell must be in his contract that he has to start. He's got. If Duffy's got to be there to say, you know what, you know, I, I want to be playing sort of ninety percent of the game or something like that. I don't know. It has Same, to be. It has yeah, to be contract, realistically. Same as, um, same as the um, what you call it, the guy from Arsenal, possibly. No, you know, Norton Cusley, yeah, Norton Cusley, but not a start. But I think Campbell's probably a start because Luton probably want him to get match fit. Maybe he ain't match fit, or maybe he's got trouble getting match fit, so they want him to play as many games as possible. Um, who would you start going... right back? Who would you start right back on Saturday? After that performance tonight? Norton Cuffey. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I just, again, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, because we've had this, I've had this so many times. No, I'm not going to, because I, I, I know I'm all too actually getting judged. But I just, thought that Danny I just he just doesn't he's lost his confidence he's lost his confidence massively and I thought tonight was a really good opportunity to for him to come in and show right someone's coming to give me some competition for my place and I'm going to show the manager I'm going to show the fans I'm going to get out there and I'm going to put in a performance and I don't think we saw enough from him personally I think I will do. I will do his his conference good tonight, though. Do you know what I mean? But you know, um, as well, like you know, not see the goal and stuff. You know, that that will help you. Oh, absolutely. I, I, and I don't dis- I don't disagree with that. But I, I just you I, want you just feel a little bit more. And I think, and it's it's no. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. He's just lost that. Like, you know, he's lost the spark. He's lost that spark of of where he was and and he was at a decent level and I just think obviously back in the last year his confidence was knocked it's not been helped again that's now someone's come in for his place Mm. and I think when you get an opportunity you really really like for example you hope like Wes Harding Wes Harding's come in taking an opportunity and possibly going to earn another start on on Saturday but I don't think the same can be said about Danny I think I think it was the first time um, they They've lost at home since February, I think, or not scored a goal. I mean that. I mean, just being five, doing five, but he's all right at the back, away, five at the back. Play that. Do you know what I mean? Like, do what you need to do away. He's good at that. Gary, right? All right, against Norwich, he was obviously whatever. There's obviously, things going on there, but um, 
But other than that, you know, we've been okay, you know, away. But home, we just look so, like, you know, not going forward. That You know, how how many games we have won at home? He's got to change something. He needs to think, right, you know what? Five at the back's not working at home. Let's go for, like, four at the back. All right, he said, oh, that last game of the season where we lost and we could have got in the playoffs and we played four at the back. But then he changed it to five at the back second half and then we lost. So, do you know what I mean? Like, that's where you, I don't know. It just needs to change at home, I think. Got, yeah. No, I totally agree. Stephen, we've got a, a, a message that I sort of agree with Adam. Adam White has come on and I sort of agree with him. Um, he says, I get what you're saying, chaps. Not chaps, it's it's Stephen, by the way, um, who's the only one saying that Danny Mac was not good. Was um, I get what you're saying, chaps, but I thought Danny Mac was decent defensively tonight. Attack- hold on, hold on, no, hold on. Covey has the edge. I never said that Danny McNamara wasn't good. I said that I don't think we saw enough from him. No, but I think defensively we did. I mean, the poor fucker got a ball in the face. Well, uh, uh, maybe, maybe. It, oh, oh, a bit. He, did, he did get a couple of crosses in. He did get a couple of crosses in. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Just on, Stephen is, um, is a paid-up member of the the, uh, the anti-Danny Mac fan club. So. No, it's not. It's <laughs> not about being an anti-Danny Mac. It's just... Want anyway, to let's see our players let's, better let's than that. Welcome to the show, Danny Mac. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to have a. Stephen's going to have an anti, anti uh, Danny Mac t shirt on on uh, Saturday, I think. Ah, I think. Ah, You'll know ah, who he is. Ah, <laughs> yeah, Danny, put one in the crowd right about. Where do you see Stephen? <laughs> nah, screw this, I'm going off. <laughs> Love it. If you want to get involved, it's really easy. Just press your request to speak. Um, I can see you hiding in the shadows, um, Dan Marsh, but you're probably working on a late shift, so you won't come on. But anyone wants to come on, anyone who was there wants to come on, uh, just come on so that we can all say well done to you, mate, because, you know, travelling all that way um, after Saturday's game, um, our own our own Dan, negative Dan, was down there. Um, it is... He went down yesterday, and he's not coming back till Thursday because of the train strikes, poor fucker. So that is a that is a commitment to the away day travel, mate. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Mate. To be to be fair, he has got mates down there. He's not just like you were, sitting at the train station. Nah, nah. Really yeah, well, you, you don't. You want to go in on me about Danny McNamara? Then you can you're going to ruin all your jokes. You too, anyway. You can't say that, man. I th- I tell you what though, like you said, it sort of hats off to all those that went up there today. Do you know what I mean? It's pretty, it's brilliant. It's outstanding. Like Tuesday night, you know, all the way down there, and you know, mm. they, we put in a performance in the end. You know, to to you know, because if we hadn't, then I don't know what would have happened to uh, Gary. But um, yeah, in in general, the old the whole fan base, you know, going up there in that respect, six hundred odd. It's brilliant. No, that's it. That's they're it. the ones. They're the ones that really deserve. They're the ones that deserve the plaudits because after, after you know, the the kind of season and or the last couple of weeks and performances to to give up the time and effort. It's not. I know you know midweek away games can be tough for people anyway. But Plymouth is literally the other end of the country. It's it's not easy. So they no. deserve they deserve all the credit oh, no, as they get. Yes, yeah, it's, it's it it's all shit roads as well. So yeah. Anyway, Co, um, what do you want to say, fella? We we see we see you in the comments on on every live and whatnot, <laughs> and it's going to be great to hear your voice. So, uh, 
welcome to the show, mate. I thank you very much for being a valid listener on every one of our live shows. Yeah. Um, what do you want to say, Minna? Uh Number one off the top, uh, nice to nice to see a live kicking off right after the end of the game when the when the thoughts are all very fresh in our minds. I, I love that. Um, I think we have our center back group for the rest of the year. I, this, I don't see any reason why these three shouldn't just keep going from here on out, even when Sean gets back, even like whatever, if these guys are healthy, keep them, keep them going. They had, they had a good chemistry out there. The, anything that came into the center was gobbled up and, and dealt with. So I don't see any reason to, to break these guys up, keep them going. Um, what a fucking concept! Plays Zian further up the field, and and he and he looks more of a threat in attack instead of having him um, as far back as he's played early on in the year. And then the last thing I'll say here off the top is um, Casper played out of his head today, and he had the he had the away fans uh, <laughs> singing his praises there during the game, and it was. Uh, it was really cool to see that and, and to see him kind of getting back on form after hitting kind of a rough spot earlier. He's a, he, do you know what? He's probably, apart from several, and probably Danny Mac today was such, but, um, and when Billy and Danny come on as such, but he's probably the Millwall type player we've all been keep going on about on the live shows, what we need. And he's falling into that, you know, there's a little bit of, a little bit of physicality about him. There's a little bit of shit houseery about him. There's a there's a little bit of everything, which you know there 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 is a Millwall player in him. I think, um, Stephen, do you agree? He's got the gay t-shirt. <laughs> I do, I do, I do, but I just I don't know. I it's, it, I agree with Co. Pushing him further up the field, it, it doesn't take a genius to work out that if you put him in and around the box, it, he's actually going to make something happen and play to his strengths. I thought he took his goal really, really well yeah. Um, as well. I, I think with Fleming, I think he's bought into the whole, um, I don't want to say that no one likes us mantra. I think he's bought into the club, but I feel like he's still sometimes, he's probably looking at his manager and looking at the, the setup and probably thinking, what are we doing here? Like, it, it, we're not—they're not—we're not playing enough to his strengths. But when he's playing well and he's confident and he's on the ball and he's in and around the box, then definitely, I think he—I think he's certainly—he's certainly someone that you would look to um, to try and spark you into life. And uh, people talk about stats and that. No, I'm not going to. He's had—he's had a good half. Well, let's, let's be honest. We've had, but it's a goal and assist. Yeah, can't no, argue with that. that. We've had a message come on 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 Twitter. Again, from Adam White, hello, mate. Um, he said, I don't know about you guys, but Denor and Savile as a midfield pairing is very interesting and what we need to see. Um, what we Oh, I'd love it. I'd like to look at that. I'd love it. Yeah. Has tonight, because let's, let's not, you know, let's not... Plymouth definitely isn't Rotherham, okay, um, in any shape or form, and... You know, don't forget that they put six past um, Norwich, what, two weeks ago? Um, and we got fucking played off the park by them when we went to them. Was tonight a, a turning point, possibly, where we can see where players need to be? Like, for instance, Savile, Denor in the midfield would be yep. interesting. Fleming sitting further forward would be interesting. 
and those back three or the you know the three in the in the defence, they're very interesting. And you know, and and are we now looking at a, a few little changes around the edges? We could potentially have a team what can actually play under Rowick. Yeah, I, I think I think exactly what you just said there. I think that'd be um that seems all right. Like with, like the positions are going where we would like them to go in, you know, the players, like Denor, obviously, centre-mid. I'll play Sable there. Um, but it just depends on what Gary Rowe wants to pick. I mean, if you could have a Gary... I see someone something earlier on Twitter. You could have a Gary Rowe, or Gary Rowe team uh, managing away and Neil Harris at home, would be top of the league. <laughs> you know I've not I've seen that, but you know what? That could be... That could be... That could be... Um, that's a quite a good analogy to a degree. That's... That does work, I suppose, doesn't it? Really, if you if you had, yeah, because if you had Harris style at home, where yeah. you took the crowd on board, you basically, you know, you you created a bit of shit as and a bit of aggression on the on the pitch, and yeah. get the crowd on side would work. And yet, you know, when Gary goes away, he seems to be able to bring out the results. So I mean, yeah, there there, there, there is something um, there is something to that, um, Harry. HJMSC on uh, on Twitter. Uh, Harding was so good tonight. How has Wallace? How has Wallace been sitting in the team ahead of him? That is a question, mate. Listen, you three are on, mate. What's what's your thoughts on that? I mean, realistically, on on tonight's performance, realistically, Harding should be starting over Wallace every game. Yeah, hundred percent. Like it's it's a. I, I think that Rowett just has. It, it's weird because he. It, it it seems like on in the same game you can look at the team that gets put out there and say, "Oh, Rowett has his guys, and he's just going to play his guys, and that's how it goes." But then you have these things that are just completely inexplicable, like what we've already talked about with Apple and other people, where you're just like, "Okay, is he just is he just bipolar? Like, does he just have these days where he just goes out there and goes, no, I'm just going to go these guys this time,' and then the next game it just seems to change on a dime for no real reason." And I totally get it. We've got another message on Twitter from um, SB uh, Birdball Line. He says, great, uh, great to win. Hardy man of the match, followed closely by Watmore. But let's not lose sight. That first half, they taught us a lesson. Saturday, Rowett must play four at the back. Savile must start. And Fleming must be 10 and not left wing. Still, Rowett out. And then Adam said again, do we go again with the back three? We had tonight on Saturday. Um, I, I definitely think the three should be in there, but I do agree with um, with SB that, you know, the back four is much better than the back five. I don't... Stephen, you still I, there? I think the... I was listening, mate. I was listening. I'm letting the... I'm letting the I'm no, that's fine. Shots. If you want to get involved, like, like CO um, and the, the other guy, but he's got... Um, just request to speak and we'll get you on board. Um, if there are any ladies who want to get on board, feel free to jump in. And if there are anyone who is at the game tonight who um, wants to give us, um, you know, what what it was like, uh, the atmosphere and all that, when that second goal went in by Sable, uh, please do uh, get involved and, and jump on board. So, um, yep. Uh, go on, Sio. No, I was just going to say, I... I... Honestly, like at this point, the the Rowett conversation just—I mean, look—I'm I'm probably on in on the side of saying we need to make a change there, but the, the 
it's really just wasted breath at this point. We know they're not going to make a change. We know that he's going to play the style that he wants to play. And I would fully anticipate that there's going to be five at the back on Saturday. And that'll just be, that'll be what it'll be. Um, and, you know, hopefully he's he's able to make the puzzle work with the guys that we've got. I I actually, and I don't know, Stephen, if, if you agree or not, I actually think that the subs he made tonight were actually subs to make a difference in the game. Normally, sort of, the subs come on and you think, why the fuck are you doing that? But you could actually look at when the players were coming on for the players who were coming on, you were looking at it going, actually, that makes sense today. And I honestly think potentially we could go back forward the weekend and, you know, pretty much who was there tonight will play there. Well, I, I honestly think that he's seen it tonight and I reckon they look at the analysts because if you look at the stack, what I sent earlier with the, the line of play, they were all overs. Um, and we only really had a few bits and pieces. Um, and yet we managed to to get the win and hold it off. I mean, if we look at where we... Um, if I look at some of the settings... Go on, Stephen, speak while I try and find... To be, to be fair, though, I, no, I, I agree with the... I, I think it was the message that we got that it, it is one game and, you know, we're not... I'm not. We're not getting to. I'm not getting too uh, ahead of myself. But if you look at the fact that yes, okay, first half it, it it didn't work and it wasn't working. We didn't really have a lot, but we still played the five at the back in the second half. And I actually didn't think we were too bad in the second half. I thought we did try and be. We were try to be a little bit braver. We tried to be. In, you know, Fleming was pushed a little bit more forward, probably like as not partnering this bit, but up with him to try and 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 help a little bit. What more? then kind of dropped into a little bit of a deeper role to try and make things happen, like pick the ball up or run at them. Yeah. I, I don't, I, 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 this is, I, I don't think it's a case of going to just go straight to a back four on, on Saturday. I think that the big difference with Rowett and what he fails to do is he plays, he has the same mindset and he sends the players with the same mindset, whether we're at home or away. And I think when you're at home, you have to have a positive mindset. You have to be on the front foot. You bring the crowd into it. You you try and get forward. In the second half, I'm not saying we battered. This space was downloaded via spacesdown.com. Visit to download your spaces today. Um, we battered Plymouth because we didn't, and they had chances themselves. But Watmore had a chance. There was a couple of half chances where you know we had players in and around the box. We scored two goals. So... I, I think it's a mindset. If you if if the players go out at home, the same team that started, mate. Well, I would obviously swap Savile for for Campbell, but go out there and get on the front foot and try and get in those attacking positions in the first half rather than wait until the second half. Well, I mean, on the second half, they had ten shots, three on target, two off target, and five block shots. And this is in the second half, and they also had seventy um, percent possession and they had 0.34 expected goals we had 0.1 0.71 xg we had uh, four shots two on target two off target and one block shot but the first half again first half they had 62 percent 
Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Um, possession, 12 total shots, three shots on target, four off target, five block shots. Uh, and we had, what, five shots, one on target, one off target, and three block shots. But the interesting one for the whole of the game, and they came pretty much mostly looks like all of them come in the second half was that we had 14 um we had six yellow cards and 14 fouls we that was a lot more aggressive for us and that's this is that's what i'm saying the mindset and i know look i'm not stupid plymouth had a lot more of the ball in the second half i'm not as i said we didn't batter them but when we did go forward there was there was intent there was a little bit more they tried to find Nisbet. They tried to find Fleming. You know, we were a bit more aggressive in our tackles, a bit more aggressive all over the pitch. And it, it's a mindset thing. If, you know, as Millwall fans, if if you turn up on Saturday and you can see our players that are going out there and they're fighting for the ball, they're fighting for to win possession back, they're trying to make something happen. If it doesn't happen, at least you can come off or half time or whatever, and you can go, look, they, they, you know, they, they're out there. They're trying to make things happen. It's not working. It's just when you look at, say, in the first half, when we're walking with the ball and there's no runners and there's no, it doesn't seem there's any commitment, no passion, no, you know, they're just strolling around hoping that something happens. That's when there's a problem because the fans don't connect with that. The fans connect with Fleming smashing into someone, Danny McNamara, again, smashing into a tackle, Cooper in a tackle, Leonard in a tackle, having a shot. That's it's a mindset thing more than anything, yeah. and I think Rowett struggles to. I really think he struggles to for the difference between the two. And we've said it before; he doesn't use the den. He doesn't use the den in the right way. He doesn't get. He doesn't send the team out to get the crowd excited. He sends them out to be cautious, and that doesn't work at home. No, and I mean looking. Obviously, it means nothing because we're on a, an audio call. But looking at the um, at the heat map and that's like where's Hardy? I mean, where's Hardy? Pretty much. Didn't go over the halfway line. He went over the halfway line slightly, but nothing really major forward. All his play was, you know, pretty much in in our side, obviously defending stuff. And then, you know, Danny Mack was up and down that right side all all day. But you know, Fleming, you look at Fleming's heat. He he was a lot more active than what he's ever been in his life. Um, you know, it's just I don't know. He just looked a different. Um, it just looked as if the team were hungry. I mean, while we're on the team, while we're doing, we're we go through the the scores on um, on sofa score. Uh, Kevin Nisbet six point five, Duncan Watmore six point eight, 
Zian Fleming, 8.6. Joe Bryan, 7.5. Casper, 6.9. Alan Campbell, fuck knows how, 7.3. Danny Mack, 6.8. Ryan Leonard, 7.6. Wes Harding, 7.4. Jake Cooper, 7. And Bar, 8.3. So according to this, realistically, they would have given man in a match to um, Zian Fleming. Um, so yeah, they, that's that's who they're giving it to. But yeah, I mean, I I think possibly slightly different on that one. So um, yeah, so the people who got cards tonight: Murray Wallace, uh, Norton Cuffey, Danny Mac, Ryan Leonard, Alan Campbell, and Jake Cooper. So we've got to be careful with the yellow cards because otherwise we go into all max suspensions, don't we? Yeah, but to be fair, I think Norman Cuffey was really unlucky because uh, SA held on to the ball while he was trying to take a throw in, give it to him to take it, and then the ref booked him for time wasting. So yeah. that was that was quite unlucky. I thought I think that, I think one of the other I think Murray Wallace was unlucky with his booking. But look, at the end of the day, uh, they're all defensive players um, being being booked because they, they the effort they're trying to they're trying to. To, to see the team over the line, as as I say, I I don't I don't think you can you can't go gung ho and just go flying into tackles left right and centre. But on a night like tonight, where you knew the opposition was going to have more of the ball, you sometimes have to make a little bit of a sacrifice, and and they were willing to do it. Yeah, we've just got another message from David uh, L Lawyer Line sixty five on Twitter. Rowett is something of a Houdini. Always seems to get results when the chips are down. It does show that he hasn't lost the dressing room as someone Twitter seemed to have suggested didn't see tonight's result coming well no I don't think anyone did the whole uh, every everybody across Twitter Facebook every, all the social media everybody was just it was just expecting to turn up tonight and just get a paste in and and let, let's face it you know it's it wasn't a great a classic it wasn't you know, you're not going to look back and go, oh, that was a great game. But they set up there. And, and as as people say, Raul, he finds a way in these games to get a tune out of his players. And it's just so frustrating that, you know, we do have a good, on paper, we do have a good squad. And we do have some good, we do really have some good players. We just don't get enough out of them. Enough, uh, certainly at home. And no, it, it's just very frustrating. Totally agree. Someone's just Stephen Lloyd goes sport Millwall's just um, messaging nothing about the game tonight. It's uh, the Oregon game has just been abandoned due to a medical emergency. Apparently, a fan's having um, is receiving CPR and Stan Fultz go out to them. Hundred percent, we've we've had uh, and um, you know the volunteer medical staff at um, at football clubs um, really do deserve a medal, especially on occasions. You know if that's if that's what's happening there, then yeah, definitely in these sort of situations, mate, they uh, they definitely do step up and go above and beyond, mate. And uh, yeah, hopefully that fan is okay. Um, let me just check the messages. Um, some fella called Joe Zampa, Mister Zampa, on uh, on on Twitter is um, yeah, is that the fella we are seeing pictures of wearing those shirts? What too tight for? Uh, Zian doesn't deserve man of the match, but got a goal in an assist. So he's done his job. Uh, Wes Harding was man of the match by a country mile. 
I think he's surprised Rowett too, and I'll imagine he's start on Saturday. And I've got another one. Uh, the Swansea manager was non-stop screaming at encouraging his players. Even when thrashing us 3-0, he still wanted them to stick at it. Even the rest of the staff were on it. Hardly see Rowett being like that or Barrett and Cope. Fully agree. They aren't the most. Uh, they aren't the most um, vocal, are they? Uh, the on, one thing uh, I would say. Sorry, the one thing. The one thing I would say um, is that we've got so many defensive coaches. If you notice, what, what, what attacking coaches do we actually have in general? From what I can see, we don't have any attacking coaches, do we? No. Wouldn't that be good to actually get? <laughs> Get an attacking coach in, do you know what I mean? Or someone in there to sort of, you know, rather than being more defensive-minded. Because it seems like, like you said, Steve, we play sort of the same mindset, home and away. Whereas Rowett should be knowing, and all the co- a coaching staff, by now, the way we play at home shouldn't be the way we play away. It should be literally on the front foot. If you get acting, it gets the, the fans up, and then you're bang, up, you're bang on them. And you know you see, you can get a goal just just by the fans getting on on their their back. You know, I don't understand if he if he's not like having that yet. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, we've got another message where we uh, Danny Hayland. Uh, I thought Mister West Harding was the absolute governor in defence tonight. Also, what more and Bradshaw um, up front when both are fit. Both don't leave defenders alone. I fucking hate to play against them. I'm 46, and I'll have Nesbitt, and I'd have Nesbitt in the pocket. Seen nothing from him yet. No, totally agree. Um, he is he's an old fashioned, um, he's an old fashioned guy. Isn't he? he he's an old fashioned striker. He's a poacher, isn't he? That's that's where Nesbitt will come into his own. He is a he is a a proper old-style striker. If you give him the ball in front of the goal, he'll always put it in. I think he's, he's, he will start, once he starts scoring a few goals, um, I think he will, he's coming back from that little injury, I suppose it was just a little injury, but in general, we, I don't think, I don't know whether you don't want to push himself too much to get one of those injuries that he's had. Um, do you know what I mean? But um, I don't know. Um, time will tell with um, with Nesbitt, but hopefully fingers crossed he starts uh, banging oh. in some goals. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna uh, judge him when, considering in the first half, I think he was, he touched the ball two or three times because, and, and both of those already was asked to track back. One of them being down by our own corner flag. So it, I just uh, you, you look at you look at. I know video packages. You can make anyone look good on YouTube, but the guy scored goals. Absolutely, mm. and that would take some effort. Um, you, you look at. You look, you look at, um, you look at Nisbet's highlights packages. I know you can't just rely on tappings, but you put him in and around the box, you score goals. Hibernian were not asking Nisbet to track back by his own corner flag to yeah. win tackles. They're not, they weren't doing it. So, I, I, look, I think we do perhaps need to see a little bit more from him, and I, I can understand why supporters may be getting a little bit frustrated with him. But I think there's depth. There's a proper striker in there. He just needs a bit more service. And this is, it goes back to the way we play at home. If you're on the front foot and you're getting balls in the box or you're sliding passes through to him, he probably looks a better player. But if you're sitting back negative and he's chasing lost causes or tracking back, you're going to look and go, well, what's he doing? He's a striker and he's not scoring. I, I, I think that Gary Rowe wants 
um, Nesbitt to be like Bradshaw. But uh, like when when they, you play sort of Nesbitt up top without Bradshaw around, you know, or if he's on the bench, Bradshaw or whatever, or not around him. But he wants him to play like that. But he's not Bradshaw. Do you know what I mean? He can run, but Bradshaw Damn. will be busy. Do you know what I mean? But uh, no, that brings me into a, into a comment from um, from the one and only Connor, who's uh, said we take that and move on. Arden to Man Mountain, nothing to say. Uh, NC is better than Mac- McNamara on this show, on that showing. I think it was Joe, Mister Zampa, who said Bradshaw is a poor man's Nesbit. That's hilarious. Nesbit is not a championship player. The problem you've got is that Nesbit was played in the Mickey Mouse League in Scotland. Got it. And you know, as and we said this before when he was looking to come to us before was, you know, is he going to be able to step up? and play in championship football because realistically the Scottish top league is is pretty much what league one maybe a push maybe league two it's definitely not in any way um championship level apart from maybe Celtic and Ranger you know Rangers and Celtic is they're playing you know potentially champion league football and and they're playing different stuff but the rest of them don't don't really play um Anywhere near the same level compared to most of the championship clubs. I'm not saying sort of Nesbitt is the same calibre as Morrison, but Morrison come up from like Stephen is non-league. Do you know what I mean? He come up from there and he sort of you know done what he needed. You know, he literally took games by a scruff, scruff of the neck, scored goals left, right, and centre. Do you know what I mean? We made him the player he was. Do you know what I Who's mean? That? So uh, Mor- Morrison, oh, Steve Morrison. I think the difference between and and. Um, again, Bird or Lines um, summed up in his tweet that Nesbitt gets zero service and gets yeah. no, you know, if we get crosses into him, he scores. It's in, that's the difference. He can't necessarily take the ball into the box like Bradshaw can. Bradshaw can take the ball in and because of his height, he's not great at getting the headers in the box. But again, I think, you know, I, I agree that if, if you look at Nesbitt, Nesbitt will... If you stick the crosses and give him the service, um, he will be able to get in and we just see if it's any other message. I think Gary Rowan needs to needs to get his his um the, his correct team. Do you know what I mean? What he wants out there because at the moment he's sort of you know he got it right tonight, which is brilliant. But in general, at home, I think he needs to sort out. I mean, Stephen, the reply to you, mate, says a million percent, Stephen, at home. We need to be front foot, hitting bylines, getting crosses in, playing Nesbit, playing to Nesbit strengths. That's it. I, I, look, I, I'm, we're not naive to think that we're going to be able to smash teams week on week, but you'd like to think that at home we can get on the front foot and be at, at teams. And uh, he, he proved a point tonight a couple of times when, and I know he's not going to do it every week, but Duncan Watmore in the first half had a, had, you know, had a little one-two, had a shot on goal. Straight after half time, ran into the box, took on the defender, had a shot on goal. The the first goal come from Watmore, bringing the ball down, running at the defence, playing the ball through. Fleming gets on to the end of it. Just just a little bit braver, but at home you should you should because not every I know your Leicester's, Southampton's, Leeds they might be able to come and and try and out football you, but most teams. Um, to, would come to the den and probably think, right, let's try and stay solid for 10, 15, 20 minutes and go from there. And that's where, if you're a bit braver, 
and you get your ball into Nesbitt, you get the ball into Fleming's feet in a central position, you can really do some damage. We just don't see enough of it. It's yeah. constant. It's just cautious and 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 that's yeah. not what we. That's not how we recognise Millwall. That's not. No. That's not what we. That's not what we go to Millwall for. Do you think there's something like mental in that where like it it almost seems like the team is looser on the road than they are at home almost like you know oh we're going on the road so the expectation is not all that great for us and then but when we're at the den like oh people are expecting us to people are expecting us to win so they're like tighter almost there i i do think it's i do think there's a mental side of it but but i actually think there's the mental side of it actually comes from the manager because i think the manager and and this season, rightly so, back end of last season, perhaps as well. But I think Rowett has always there's always been something about him that there have been fans that have been anti Rowett for a long time. I know there's a lot now, and and again, the performances haven't been good enough. But I think he's so scared to lose games and to get to have the crowd on his back. I think he sends them out. Look, we, we've got to we've got to stay tight here. We've got to we've got to be cautious and. I think it proved a point, and I know it's only one game, but last year against Watford, we come out at home against Watford and gave them 30 minutes of hell, and we were 3-0 up. I know, Tom Bradshaw had that inside half hour. Yeah. So I know you're not. it's not going to happen every week. You're not going to go 3-0 up every single time, but it just shows that when there is when the shackles are taken off, a row gives the players license to, to have that intent, we we can do it at home. He's, Why is that just not it? That's what I don't understand. If you look back at the games that he's played, uh, that we've you know done really well, he's, he's um, let, the, let the shackles off. But why doesn't he look back and think, right? Well, I'm going to go and do that. I don't understand what he's what his theory is, what he's thinking is in that respect. Right, we'll go. We won tonight. Right, so we need to win on Saturday. We're at home. It's bread and butter. Let's yeah. go at them. Are we going to do that? Don't know. I mean, Lyndon's coming. What Nizzy, what Nizzy can do, which he hasn't really been given the chance to do, that no other, but no other striker can, is take players on and beat players with skills, uh, with skill. But Nisby is clinical. Swansea aside, um, when he's given the chance, and yeah, you know that's, you know, if that, if that's what he can do, then that'd be great to see. Um, well, that'd be free yeah. kick on him. Uh, that's it. I mean, Miss um, Popcorn's come in and said, did anyone see the note passed to Longman and then on to Watmore on Saturday? No clue. But um, what that would have said, it didn't work, did it? <laughs> um, and Miss Popcorn says, Casper has liked a tweet of hers, so he's looking. He's looking. Maybe he's listening. If you're listening, Casper, good evening. Great game tonight. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, Tell Don't well tonight. Yeah, tell Rowett he needs so, to start. He needs to start Savile, and maybe he'll score some more goals for us as well. Yeah, I like Joe Bryan tonight. He done well, I think. I thought I, I did. I, I we we did a show. Um, I think it was Friday, and and Brian was a topic of conversation. And again, I'd said the jury was out. I didn't think we'd seen an awful lot of him so far. I know injuries have, have not helped, but I actually thought tonight. I thought he was quite solid. Yeah, didn't. I think it's weird because I think he was brought in to give us a little bit more in an attacking sense and the delivery, but I thought tonight defensively he was very good. No, he was more like on top of the ball. I noticed a few times 
before their right midfielder got the ball. He was right on it. Do you know what I mean? He got us got us going then through the attack, and it was quite um, so you know that was quite good, um, quite pleasing to see sort of thing really from him. Totally agree. Right, there's ten ten minutes or nine minutes left. Um, well, I want to go, chaps. Anyway, no but worries, lovely mate. speeches, thanks, right? No worries, John. Thanks for coming on, fella. Look up, uh, yeah, thanks, mate. Cheers, mate. Bye-bye. So we got nine minutes left, mate, because what we found is uh, any longer than an hour on the space because sometimes you can't necessarily download the whole lot. So um, we are doing this. We are looking at figuring a way that we can bring space to the live in case there's people on here who don't know about the YouTube. We do do live um, across YouTube, obviously Twitter video and Facebook um, every Friday and every Saturday. And then what we've been talking about is that we're coming back to a space um, rather than YouTube or the midweek games because we can just come on for an hour afterwards and uh, and get some uh, reaction, get some thoughts, and obviously people want to come on uh, and get involved, so we'll do that. But, yeah, we are looking to try and get space on so that then when we go live, we've got everything. We're even looking at a few other platforms to be able to uh, to get live out and become fully, fully interactive so I can take the piss out of Stephen across multiple platforms. Um, so, yeah. Steve, you ain't really said a lot tonight, mate. So, um, which is a result to some probably, and uh, and not to others. But yeah, just one thing before we um we go, um, go on. I just I agree. Are you going to mention that you're a fan on the board for the fourteenth millionth time since we've been doing these? I don't need to. Everyone knows it, so it don't matter. So if that's if that's the level of you know shit house you want to go to, then try harder do you know what I mean um, yeah just try harder no what I was going to say is that I think what you said earlier was fairly right though. I don't think in any way this is this is repaired the cracks this is pretty much what we've done is what what he does all the time is he's put a plaster over those cracks the only way really that it will it will pay off for a lot longer is if he actually starts listening to the players and starts playing the team where they come out and they want to play tonight, you could see that the players realistically were playing for the badge tonight. Uh, hopefully Danny's okay and his nose is okay because, fuck me, he took a ball from about a foot and a half straight into the face. And that must have hurt. That's two games on the trot, wasn't it? There was a Swansea player who took a ball to the face as well on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, no, I think playing for the shirt is the least is the least that we expect from from a Millwall side. I, I don't think that's that's um, ever ever in doubt it, from from us. It, you know, if you're not if you're not prepared to fight, you're not prepared to, to sort of you know get in the trenches. Then you know you know you're playing for the wrong club. But it, you're right. Ultimately. It's three points. It's a game that I we really had to win, especially after Saturday was so bad. Yeah. It was so bad. It, it we had to have a response. I will never ever be in the camp. I know some people. I saw some tweets about it. I will never ever ever want Bill to lose a game ever. Uh, you know, regardless of the situation with Brow as manager and, and this that and the other. So, um, you know, good three points. Good to see Fleming. Um, look better in the second half but it is it is definitely definitely the first plaster over a number of cracks and 
you know, Saturday, he, Rauer and the players have to go again and show that, yeah, okay, we can do it gritty on a Tuesday night in Plymouth, but can we actually come back to a home game and get people out of their seats and excited and play front foot football? And I don't know, I don't know, you you, you just don't know what you're going to get when you go to home games. So you, you can't get too ahead of yourself, but you just have to take the wins when they come along um, and hopefully, yeah, we say it all the time, hopefully he, as in Rao, will see that, um, you know, away from home, it's fine to play that way, but at home, you've got to do something different. Well, do you know what, Toby Green? Do you know what's even better, mate? We are now 11th in the table on 14 points, two off, two points off of playoffs, but the best bit is that we are now one point above Dirty Leeds, um, which has made my day because... Out of all the teams, I can't fucking stand him in our league, mate. Um, so Zamba's been on again. Fucking hell, he's, he's texting like mad. I agree with oh, Stefanio in that we haven't, obviously that's you, uh, in that we haven't utilised Zian properly. As good as he is, he's been restricted in expressing himself and asked to do a defensive job more often than not. Joe Bryan is still playing like he's not really interested in my honest opinion. I think that's a bit unfair. I think Joe Bryan tonight was good. Yeah, I, I, no, I, I think, again, it, it's one game, but I thought he was quite good tonight. And again, it, it's it's about, it's uh, this is the thing, with Fleming, he did play well tonight, but we uh, in, in the second half, we played to his strengths. But it's, do it again on Saturday, back it up with another performance, don't go hiding again. And again, if, if Bryan's got the shirt at left wing back on, on, um, on Saturday... Go out and, and and perform to that level again, or go one step further. Perhaps be a bit more braver in the final third. It's not you can't just turn up for one game and then live off of that for two, three, four, five. You've got to put in performances. For example, Casper Denor. I, I actually think today he probably went a little bit unnoticed because of the performance of Harding Bart, um, who I'll, I will come back to Bart in a minute. Um, but Denor has put in performances pretty much in every game. I think he's one that's come out with credit when we've won, when we've lost or drawn. And again, he's put in a level of performances week in, week out. That's what we need from across the team. Um, and back on Bart, I, I, I did tweet this earlier. I thought, uh, you know, there was a lot of talk about Bart and he probably would have been very, very disappointed on Saturday. The second goal was 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 very poor. Um, to concede how, how we did. But I thought tonight he was absolutely excellent, made probably two or three really, really good saves at crucial times. Um, again, you know, he knows that, you know, he, he knows he's, he's not the number one, but for now he is. And for, for the mistake on Saturday, I thought his performance tonight and to come back in that fashion, he was Mate, very, very good. It was great tonight. I mean, the, the save to tip it over the bar. Yeah, that was unreal. And the close palm was um again good so yeah so adam white's but hopefully we can get back uh hopefully we can back that result with a win on saturday hopefully with a good performance too thanks for the podcast tonight always good to find some positivity uh when it has been somewhat absent of late cheers gents yeah no i totally agree with you i think it's nice to be able to do a pod um without um, without just being negative. Uh, again, we've got another one from Adam. He said he must see when he sends us out as he does that performances are poor. 
at the den, you can't up the tempo from such a, a cautious setup. Um, and I think that's pretty much, um, pretty much it. Did anyone no. predict two nil? Our goal live podcast predicted two nil to them. Um, just on that, just the last, the last bit from me on that that comment. Um, He's right. You cannot. You you have to. You have to go out with a different mindset to be on the front foot. You can't play cautious, passing backwards, and 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 holding on to to your clean sheets. You've got to go out with a positive mindset. Be brave, and get on the front foot. And I think that's the one lesson that Rowett needs to take. When we were brave tonight, and we actually showed a little bit of ambition, we met, we we managed to create a couple of chances and score a couple of goals. It's not going to happen every time, but I'd rather see us be brave and go for it than be cautious and just be swallowed up. 100%. I think what we've finished on is, look, Rowett, you're listening. you got yourself a pass. You live another day. Um, the players looked as if they were up for the fight today. And if you play players in positions they're best suited for, then everyone around them, including the fan base, is happy to watch. Tonight was... A exciting game to watch, especially you know the second half more than the first to an agreed. But we were we were there, um, and I think going forward, you just need to play people where they need to be played. Um, and if you can do that, and sort of put your pride away, then no, uh, I think the players will go out and we get results, and we can potentially move up and. Uh, and you might even survive um, the season. But just remember, the last thing in the world you want to do, mate, is uh, is pull that lion's tail too much, mate, because um, if you lose the fan base, mate, I think you're in big trouble. Still, we've papered over some cracks. Uh, we found that Stephen is a member of the um, anti at the Danny Mac Club, I am a founder member of the Danny Mac Appreciation Club, but still, hey ho, uh, and I am only taking the piss out of Stephen because he'll buy it every time. But look, we've been joined by co um, CO from California. Thank you very much for joining us tonight, fella. Absolutely, gents. Thank you. Uh, and what's the temperature in California right now? Oh, it's uh, starting to cool down. We're in the upper 70s. Brandon, that's Fahrenheit. I don't know what that is in Celsius. So that's probably about, what, 26, 27, I think, and it's something like that, triplet, and then that's some. So, yeah. Uh, that's it from us. This will be out as a podcast in the morning if you've only joined us late. Uh, we will be back Friday night for Friday night live. That starts at 8 o'clock on a Friday. Uh, a couple of hours of pretty much talking everything Millwall. We will relook at this game, uh, go through some more details and stats and everything else other than that. Um, that is it Stephen any final words no um, three points clean sheet two goals and hopefully back to the den on Saturday for uh, hopefully a good end to this little mini part of the season before the international break this space was downloaded via spacesdown.com visit to download your spaces today the TalkSport fan network is proudly teaming up with free for mental health awareness week this year As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. 
That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.